0: Visit RobertHalf.com today.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast, CBS Sports' daily NFL podcast, sometimes more than daily. just how it happens. It's Thursday, October 14th, maybe Friday, October 15th, depending on when you are listening. This is the Buccaneers Eagles recap. A uh, game that surprisingly for many (laughs) went under and the Eagles managed to cover as the Buccaneers won 28-22 in the link. Jalen Hurts, not great. Tom Brady, pretty great. We'll recap it all on this live show and we'll be giving away a Brinson sucks t-shirt hat in on the live show to someone in the chat is my understanding from Debo? Uh, Joining me to break this all down, (laughs) Brian Wilson and John Breach. What's up, boys?
0: Hey, hey, hey. What would you ask, Debo? What's a t-shirt hat?
2: (laughs) Half t-shirt, half hat. hat. Did I see a t-shirt
1: hat?
3: (laughs) I thought so. I heard that.
1: Brinson sucks hat.
3: I'm a little drunk, but (laughs) a
0: t-shirt hat.
3: Brinson
2: is cut off on Thursdays. No. Yeah, well,
0: if you're watching <laughs> on YouTube.com oh, no, you can last hey, so you I'm can myself. see the Brentson right. Sucks hat as displayed by Oh, him. I
2: know what happened last Thursday. I went out to I'm dinner brief. before. I'm holding finished. it over my face so you can see the hat, but not my face. I'm to be there, people Give me a
1: picture it. so I can tweet out the picture so we can give this away in chat.
0: By the way, in future court proceedings breach, I'm not gonna blur out your face. i are gonna put a Brentson Sucks hat over your face so you don't know who you are when you're testifying in like even better.
1: Things. Uh Wilson, just out of curiosity, on a scale of one to ten, how mad are you that in the in the game? In the, your first game after you've been hyped up as somebody who was 54 and 23, 54 Lord. 23 and 3 against a spread. You lost the, the first of, game in week 6. The
0: best on the internet according to some website in terms it's,
1: of against. It's the 100% the best on the internet. And it, look, I do no anybody's doing better than that against the spread. Now I'll let I'll
0: me just say this. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Brinson is trolling Wilson, even though Brinson is 17 games behind Wilson, 17 games through five weeks and one game of week six.
0: Breach, I'll let you in on a secret in terms of my, my betting strategies. You guys are too young for what's happening, but there's a, there's an episode in what's happening where Dwayne is crushing it as a better. And what it came down to, he just picked the best looking helmets. (laughs) My, my strategy isn't far off from that. We get our email from the editor on Tuesday about the, the lines, I make my picks on Tuesday. It takes me about two minutes, and I never look back. I made one change all season, so this has been sheer and unadulterated luck. That said, you know, if you fall ass backwards into a pile of success, you're like, "Oh, let's see how far I can take this." So, as I told Debo a few moments ago, Nick Seriani, what are you doing going for two <laughs> in the end? You've been playing, you've been coaching horribly. Was, like there is no Eagles fan that likes Nick Sirianni, and then out of nowhere, he does that to cut the. the
1: are you serious? the Carnegie Mellon grad who always advocates for like the, like the advanced analytics stuff is mad that Nick Sirianni went for two because it cost you a cover on something you didn't even bet on.
0: No, I'm mad. I understand the math, but I'm, he didn't, he hasn't done that all season. So it's like, he just, he's out of, out of context for him and he just sort of woke up and said, Hey, let me see what happens here. And to Jalen Kurtz's head, Jalen hurts his credit. He made a fantastic throw.
2: And Ooh. I think Wilson's point, Brinson is that uh Sirianni's, Analyt- other analytical decisions in this game did not indicate that he was going to make the right, right, correct analytical decision in that situation. That's right.
1: Um, yeah, that's so, a good point. I wonder was the was the was the fourth down punt that was before halftime, that was, right? Yeah, yeah, this is the first half. Uh, do you, Do you think there's a chance that Jeff Lurie sent somebody down to let Nick Sirianni that he know that he needs to start listening to the analytical gr- uh, group? I would have hoped he would
0: have had that conversation before week six.
1: One would think so. Well, we'll bounce around a, a little bit, but
3: Eagles were down 28-14 to 14 and then kicked the field goal down 28-14. to 14. What's the math
2: say there? That the was in the says, the says
0: go for it. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, I'm sorry. No, it doesn't. I don't think you're supposed to... I
2: don't well, know what the math well, is. Well, it was 4th and 10. And 10. 10. It, was fourth it and wasn't, 10. wasn't like 4th and 3 or 4th. It was 4th and 10, so it's a little dice here there.
1: Could have easily been uh, a situation where the kick is... The kick is like 70%. I mean, I'm just... I spitballing numbers here, but like the kick is... Seventy five percent. And the conversion is like thirty five percent, at which point you take the three points if you can get them, except that nasty little twenty five percent hanging out there and you miss the kick. And um, yeah, that stings. All right. So just to kind of dive back into this game, kind of for the I mean, look, it felt like. I mean, this is a backdoor cover by the Eagles. Because it felt like Tampa pretty much dominated the game. Not let, me give you, let me give
0: you one stat before you go on. Time of possession, 39 minutes and 56 seconds to 20 minutes 4 seconds.
1: That's incredible, Troy Aikman. Um, but, it, yeah, but they Thank did. You. They dominated the game. They they ran the ball at will, 27 first downs for the Bucks to 16 for the Eagles. And it was worse at halftime. The Eagles had five first downs at halftime. Uh, the Eagles finished with 213 total yards. I think it was like 55 at half. Bucks had 399. Bucks averaged 5.5 per play Eagles averaged 4.5. And that went up again in the second half, largely thanks to this super bizarre drive that resulted in them getting to 22 where they ran the ball. So the bucks went forward on fourth down. And then the Eagles ran the ball four times for 50 yards because the bucks were basically dropping back and saying, we dare you to run it right now and let's see what happens. And it worked out. So I, I mean, on the first couple of drives, I thought Tom Brady looked as sharp as, I don't know, a 25-year-old, 30-year-old Tom Brady, whatever you want to call. I mean, 10 plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Nine plays, 75 yards, touchdown. The Eagles answered after the first drive with a seven-play, uh, seven 75-yard drive with 40 yards of penalties of their own after the Bucks first score but it was largely aided by multiple lucky third down conversions.
0: And uh, they had one huge penalty on, on two of the touchdown drives, like 50 plus yards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I PI mean penalties. Tampa, this is this is why gambling on the NFL is hard. Tampa completely dominated this game. And they were up 28 the, to 7 at seven minutes to go in the third quarter. You're like, oh, yeah, they this still is still got the- a missed field goal somewhere in there, and the Bucks and the and the Eagles still covered. That's why that's why gambling on the NFL is hard. That's why you bet the money line. No, but you didn't bet the Eagles. The, the Bucks
0: what was money the money line ago? at the start of the game.
2: Negative 300. Negative <laughs> you say
1: negative 300? <laughs> <laughs> what I said get out of, get out of here. <laughs> you, sound <like laughs> Joe, you sound like Joe Buck on the and look, Buck, Buck does a great job. I love Joe Buck. I think he's a good broadcaster. But like when he talks about gambling on the broadcast, he's like, he's like, now these next two and a half minutes, Troy could be uh a, a thing for some people. He's like, just, 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 just don't do it if you can't do it.
0: Don't do preach bragging about making thirty-three cents on the money line. Be <laughs> <laughs> back. Hey, profit really is, profit.
1: profit is profit. There's no way better than money line. Man, this is breach especially. That's like five dollars on the minus three hundred money line. <laughs> hey, Put a hundred
2: dollars on the money line; it pays out thirty-three.
1: You did not no, bet a hundred dollars on the money line. There's no way. Oh, you risked a hundred dollars. <laughs> That's the think. difference. Well, if you if you risk. If you if you want to win a hundred dollars, you have to risk three hundred, and you're sweating that game pretty hard.
0: Oh right, yeah. He just he just said he bet a hundred. He didn't bet three
2: hundred. That's hey, a, the money line pays out. That's all I'm saying. Then you I wouldn't have, have, to, have, you have, I wouldn't have bet. I wouldn't bet hundred
1: dollars
0: on the game. Reach stinking and ducking him his, his way to 000, 000, dink, is a million dollars.
1: <laughs> Minus eving his way to a billion dollars. I
3: tried true. to hop in there at halftime because I had a, a, not a good feeling, but just you know an optimistic feeling as I typically do to bet the Eagles money line, but. My uh, local, as Brinson calls it, just absolutely sucks and didn't even have it listed.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, the guy was passed out drunk because he knew the game was over. I
3: <laughs> made so gonna... much
1: on the bucks <laughs>
0: money line. He's, he's got Debo um, on the phone. Hey, can I bet the
3: Eagles down $100 on plus 2000
1: <laughs> Uh Debo, what, um, what were your... Th- I mean, just sort of early game thoughts because... I, I mean, I think... It's a, it's a misleading score, right? <laughs> I mean, the Eagles got their ass kicked in this game. That's Somehow they stayed in it.
3: They, they got their ass kicked last week for part of the game and, and still came out a winner in that one. They had a chance in, in this one. If not for, we can get to it as well. I don't, the taunting penalty probably fair mm. the way that they've called it this year, but maybe Jalen Hurts gets a final drive and and some miracle happens there. So <laughs> I appreciate that they don't quit. I knew that they want to quit. I think that's the one kind of like, Saving grace with Nick Sirianni's team, he can't play call. I don't. I don't like the coach, (laughs) but I, I still. You know, the schedule opens up. I still think they win seven, eight games. Um, even though they're they're not looking good through three quarters most of the time. Jalen Hurts has been bad through three quarters the past two weeks and has had pretty pretty good fourth quarters the past two weeks, and that's even the case going back to the Chiefs game. He could play pretty poorly but put together a really solid fourth quarter which which shows me something out of a quarterback. The Eagles second quarter
1: is outrageously terrible.
0: Poor. Their first their first 30 minutes was some, some
1: Well they so they had one, one drive in the first half that was look I mean it looked like this game is going to 80 points, way over the total. In the second quarter, the Eagles had how is this possible? 5 drives and they ran a total of 15 plays. That is, if you don't turn the ball over, the stone-cold men, and they actually did have a turnover somehow. How many? They, uh, that Yeah, the pick. That awful pick on first down, which was... <clears throat> four three-an-ounce. I'm going to put four, that one. An interception. interception. 38 yards on five drives in the second quarter. Well, you that don't run the ball, horrendous. and your quarterback
0: isn't very good. that's That's what happens. I mean... Sorry, Devo. To Devo's point, like he doesn't like he's into Jalen Hurts. I I remain frustrated with Jalen Hurts. Like I do not like him right now as a quarterback. He may end up being great, but I get frustrated watching him because he holds the ball too long. He runs around. He takes unnecessary hits, and then he he misses wide open guys. And you just can't. You can do that in Alabama and get away with it. You can do it in Oklahoma and get away with it. But the guy was twelve for twenty six for one hundred fifteen yards,
1: and he still almost managed thirty fantasy points, which is. I think he's a top two fantasy quarterback every know. week. Thanks to two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I'm just saying that he is, like, he's going to finish. The Eagles' schedule gets a lot easier going forward, too. He might finish as a top five fantasy quarterback, and he's just is there not a
0: great. Is there a, a player, probably a quarterback, who is just balls out fantasy-wise, but ends up losing his job after a year or two just because he's not a good player? Like, is there is there a player like that? Yeah, who, Jalen
1: Hurts. Other than that, though. <laughs> I mean, like, somebody before, um... I'm trying to
0: think, like who who puts up points and then, but just wasn't a good football player, or good enough to keep it. I'm not saying Jalen made up being great. I'm just saying right Tru- now, Trubisky
1: ten- made. Tr- well, he didn't mm-hmm. lose his job after year two, but Trubisky might qualify. He had some was spike he? weeks, but he was never. Hurts is legitimately Alex Smith, maybe, but he he played for 20 years. So I was thinking, like he, he, his last
2: year before Mahomes took over. He, he he was my quarterback. I remember him putting up huge numbers.
0: Oh, Okay,
2: but he'd
3: been there he for was, like
1: five years in KCA.
3: Papernick with like a fantasy year or two where it
1: hurts hurts is the only quarterback in fantasy leagues who has been top 10 every single week this season. And he's almost certainly going to be top 10 again this week. Yeah. I
3: mean, I don't disagree with anything Ryan said about his performance tonight. I just think it's a bigger issue with the guy on the sidelines. I just, I, in a lot of cases going back to last year and the previous quarterback, I just want my quarterbacks to have a chance, uh, I'm all about them having this like proper evaluation period. If he sucks, then he he sucks, but I want to give him a little bit of time and a chance to actually show something and I don't think Nick is giving that right now based on his complete, completely ignoring Miles Sanders. I'm 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 just like I said, I like giving a grace period to a coach, but Nick Sirianni has never play, called plays. It shows doesn't mm-hmm. give the ball to the running back until the fourth quarter when they're backing off. Uh, ten times tonight, I thought about having Doug Peterson back. That's where I'm at. Oh
1: boy, dark ten space. times. Um, the he he also, uh, so you get major Matt Nagy vibes from Nick Sirianni too, where he didn't use. I mean, look, the Bucks. I, I don't know why I keep falling. For, I mean, I guess he covered so whatever. But uh, like, <laughs> the Bucks' defensive line is really good. You can negate their ability to get mm-hmm. after your quarterback by using RPOs and read options. Like, well,
0: they they did try that on the first few drives, oh, and they I, shut it down.
3: I feel like they didn't really. Princeton, like, I agreed with like a lot of your tweets tonight. About that one, okay. I don't know, no, with that one, uh, and and I don't say that often when we when it comes <laughs> to the Eagles. When it comes to the Eagles, I feel yeah. like we're differing a lot. Of, but I agree with everything. They're just not putting them in a good spot. Use Devontae Smith, get him involved in the game. He is a baller. He makes plays. Get him involved. Why does it take all this time? Well, that, I mean, that even blew in, my
1: mind. Even if we're not just. Like, they don't need to be vertical shots to Devontae Smith. Oh. Devontae Smith is one of the best, like, rook, young route runners in the NFL. He's a I, buck 70, but he'll, he'll catch anything. It doesn't anything. have to be all deep shots. He got four targets tonight. That's crazy. Zach Ertz had six targets. How? The, I cannot. Zach Ertz had six targets, four catches, 29 yards. He is a crusty old, like, toaster strudel. That dude is baked, man. It's over. You have, I mean, they kept trying to feed Jalen Rager three targets, no catches. Rager looks awful. Well, he had
0: he had either one or two of the PIs. He had, the had two of the of PIs,
1: the but I mean he d- he doesn't
2: look. And that great. was ninety five yards in PIs. And the yeah. only reason this game was close is because Philadelphia scored their only two scoring drives uh, before the crazy thing in the fourth quarter came on the forty five yard PI in the first half, and then the fifty yard PI in the second half, and all of a sudden it's. 28-14. And this is
0: after Richard Sherman went out with a hamstring injury, so they're down to cornerback number 43. Dee Delaney. Just yeah. That
3: guy. Like, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> I will. I'll just put this out there. Hurts his pick. Poor throw. Quez Watkins, just awful attempt at the ball. Completely whiffed, mistimed his jump. Like, bad throw. Ca- can call it an arm punt, but you got to get <laughs> help from your receivers.
1: Yeah. I mean, he threw so far inside. He just had, there was one where Devontae Smith was just swatting at the ball to knock it down because he threw. And it that
3: came inside. right after a yeah. very, very questionable long review of the Brady interception. That that, that was, was a pick, right? That was BS. That was a
0: pick. What are they, what do we, why are we, a couple things. Debo mentioned the the taunting call on Gerard Avery, which was BS. Can we stop with the taunting? I don't understand why we're worried about taunting. No one cares. It's not, like I say it all the time, you're not working at a bank. You're not dunking on someone for signing the check wrong
1: the also tackles. as i as i put out on twitter you're worried about the players talking on the field and taunting if, if you got a problem with it, then release bruce allen's emails
0: you know it's funny it's funny you say that because here's what i think you do if you're d smith um there's probably more important things at the t- t- top of the to-do list but this is one of the things that came to mind while i was watching all this nonsense on, on thursday night you have sort of a, a quid pro quo where say listen these are the rules we want we want them enforced. Keep the friggin' emails. We don't care. Taunting's off the board. Terrible official. If the officials mess up, they have to line up in the end zone, and you can fire footballs at them until they get it right. We have all sorts of rules where people can get can vote on it. All sorts of things where we can clean up the game. If it takes more breaches breaches tweet. If it takes more than two minutes to do a review, the original call stands. We don't have all night to watch you stand and look at a monitor. And go, you don't know what you're doing. Enough. Well, that
2: that was the thing here. If anybody go, if you didn't see it, uh, you go back and watch this interception. Brady's pass got deflected, and the ball was so close to the ground you couldn't tell, but it was a rolled interception on the field. And this was like 10 minutes. It was like a 10 minute review. I mean, this took because they went to commercial. Oh, it's saturation. Yeah. And there was some weird thing where they kept talking about the expedited review or like. Well, they went to commercial, they came yeah. back from commercial, and the review kept going, and it just. Uh, it, it would not end. It might, it really might've been 10 minutes. It, it was seven minutes at least. And so it just, and it's like, if it's going on forever, that means you don't know what it is. And you stick with the call in the field. There's no debate here. And you know what, that was that it was 14 to seven at that point. And if that interception counts, if it doesn't get overturned, Eagles have the ball midfield. So the only time they could move the ball was, you know, you have a chance to tie the game. So and by yeah, the way, I, Breach,
0: they, they, you know, one of the things that Joe Buck sort of sardonically mentioned was that, oh, they're probably trying to find the the time and the down and distance. And then two seconds later, the spotter tells Joe Buck the down and the time when this thing play happened. I don't know what you're doing. Stop it. You guys are doing terribly. And, and
2: there's no, like, it's either the clock stopped because either it's an interception or an incomplete pass. So it's not like there's a lot of clock to and figure out. By the out. way,
0: just have someone in the NFL offices with a, T TiVo, Te- rewind it and see where the play started and just tell the guy that. We haven't even talked about the Quez Watkins. He had two feet in. They had to throw a challenge back. No, oh, so there's flying up every which
1: way. It's like very obvious. What no expedition of that of that call. What, he had to throw it. What are we doing? Hey, but meanwhile, this guy's just swooping in. He's like, oh, did somebody say the MFR to Leonard Fournette? We can't have that on the field. It and by is, the way, those it's players. horrendous, man. Let the players place themselves because
0: Leonard Fournette got up and pointed at him and just he, made it cl- a yeah, clown he, point. And Over. I have no issue with this,
3: but like every time AB catches the ball, like I the ball under the taunting roll, like yeah, go
1: ahead, man, do it, AB. But like B, like you said, B. Jalen consistent. Jalen Hurts hit a. Uh, he's running into the end zone for that first touchdown. I don't know who the defender was, but I think it was a Bucks linebacker. He like pats. He like hits him in the belly. And maybe it was friendly, maybe it wasn't taunting, but it's like there is it's just like the DPI rules, it's just like everything with this stupid league and these stupid officials and Al Riveron and his margarita and his bathrobe. No consistency. If you want to call taunting, then call taunting. Police it. The thing is, according to
0: the rules, Antonio Brown's not talking to anyone, so he can do all the dance moves he wants. He can can
1: like turn and like like percolate, you know, whatever he wants or twerk or I mean percolate.
0: Is that a thing, Debo? percolator that's the thing i don't know be careful <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it's coffee talk all right what else
2: <laughs>
1: right, why don't we take a break when we come back we'll discuss the the winning team the tape buccaneers as well as uh, what this game means for the long term of uh both squads
0: oh boy be careful Yay. indeed brinson
1: I didn't know there's going to be a No, that's not right. my fault. Um the uh percolate percolate means to move around wildly.
0: Sort of. Apparently, if you check Slack, it'll it'll tell you exactly what it means. <laughs> I
1: mean, percolate is just a verb, Ryan.
0: I use it for coffee. What else we got?
1: Wait, you use it for coffee? The percolator, dumb dumb. Oh, that's that's not what percolate means, man. Um you seem to know. Go for it. Okay. Uh, well, maybe, maybe the kids know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looks pretty sharp in this game. <laughs> Leonard Fournette, 22 carries 81 yards, two touchdowns, six catches, 46 yards. OJ Howard was a factor. Six catches, 49 yards, one touchdown. Antonio Brown was a monster actually left with an injury, but came back nine catches, 93 yards, one touchdown. And Tom Brady, I don't know how the hell he didn't go over his total yards. Um, i had 301.5 you got the
0: 297
1: yep I, Dang it 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 got by the way it got all the way up to 305 and a half
0: it started at 295 so i'll just the i'll assume i got it at 295
1: yep that's what i would do if i were you if um if the Eagles were more competitive i think I, no i mean i mean in all seriousness if if the game had not been 28 7 if it's 28 21 i think the game finishes like 35 31 or 35, 28, or whatever it is, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers put that thing in third gear and slowed it down to try and get out of Dodge. There was actually a pretty decent amount of Ronald Jones in this game, and I think that was to ease back Leonard Fournette's wear and tear as they knew that... Once we saw how they were aggressively using Leonard Fournette in both the pass and run game early on, it should have probably been apparent that the game wasn't going to be over if the Eagles didn't keep pace. Because, but I mean, there's just a wealth of riches on this Tampa Bay team. I mean, it's, it's dumb. Like they had, I was actually thinking about this during the
0: game is, would you rather have Tampa Bay's playmakers quarterback included or
1: Kansas city? That's a good question. And I, I I just take the whole offense, offensive line. So so you get, you get Antonio Brown, Chris Goblin, get them all. Mike Evans, Mike, Mike Evans, Gronk. Cameron Bate, OJ Howard, like Tyler Johnson, Lane. Go, Leonard Fournette.
2: Yep,
1: uh, I'll take Tampa's breach. Probably Tampa, right? And
2: yeah. if you can only pick two, you're going with Kansas City. You know what's crazy about this game, though. And, and hold what- on
0: one second, breach. Before you go
2: on, I- okay.
0: So who are the two you're taking from Kansas City? Because I want to counter.
1: Well, Tyreek Kill and Travis Kelsey.
0: Oh, no, no. I thought you meant Patrick Mahomes. Oh, two players. Okay. Oh, still, what about Antonio Brown and Mike Evans? You're
1: no, I'm still thinking. Like Hill and
0: Kelsey. I don't. Antonio Brown is dangerous. It, Antonio ahead,
1: Brown Reed. looks like peak Antonio Brown.
0: He looks like 2013 Antonio Brown. Go ahead, Breeze. So
1: he slips every which way.
0: He needs longer cleats.
2: No, I was just going to say that this game really felt like, you know, we talked about Tom Brady had such a fantastic first half, and Leonard Fournette really felt like the difference. It, every time he got the ball, it looked like six <laughs> Eagles would try to tackle him, and then he'd carry them three yards after contact it was kind of insane What it really felt like after halftime maybe this is why it stayed close was that the Buccaneers they went into the halftime Aarons was like guys we're just going to run the ball run out the clock and go home because we're done here we're up 21 to 7 their offense looked horrible just don't interfere with them uh don't get called for pass interference and we're going home because that that's really what the Buccaneers did in the second half maybe that's why because Brinson you mentioned this whole time that it felt like a blowout. Like there's no reason this game should have been a six point game. Like anybody who bet the Eagles point spread should be thanking the football gods that they are cashing that ticket because I I mean, the Buccaneers just kind of put their tail between their legs said, all right, there's no way this team's going to come back. So we're just going to, we're going to run the clock out in the
1: second half. I mean, they basically came out of half and the Eagles got the ball first. Eagles run three plays for four yards and punt the ball. Mm. Buccaneer. (laughs) (laughs) Debo reliving the misery. Yeah. Oh. Mm. That could um, be just any
3: drive like most of the season. Three yeah. times four yards. A really
1: rough stretch on the second and third quarters here. But well, and real quick there,
2: Brinson, the, if after good. after the Brady interception, right before the, the end of the first half, you, if the Eagles get just a field goal there, you're down 21-10, and you get the ball to start the second half. So they had the like they had the perfect chance to get back in the game. They just Debo, I'm sorry, but they they just
1: blew it. I mean, their drives after their first touchdown, between their first and second touchdowns. Seven yards, five yards, 15 yards, five yards, six yards, four yards. That is, the Buccaneers have no secondary. <laughs> like, just move Jalen Hurts around, pre, like, instead of, it, it, every single play was Jalen Hurts takes three to five-step drop somewhere, you know, and then. Three to five,
0: five to 15. I mean, let's be honest. What's that? Three to five to 15.
1: He was Yeah, whatever it is. Him. But he's like, oh, no. I don't know where to go with this ball. And then he sprints right, and the Buccaneers are yeah, – it was just – like Todd Bowles out-coached Nick Sirianni. Surprise, surprise. But to reach this point, that first drive for the bucks they get the ball at 13-28 in the third quarter. They are up at that point uh, 14 to 14-7. They go 12 plays, 78 yards, 7 minutes, 41 seconds, punch it in for a touchdown – and it's twenty eight seven, and it, it, it the game, maybe not the spread, but the game is over at that point.
0: Correct. Everybody but Debo thought the game was over.
2: <laughs> Debo was there oh, wide betting.
0: I slide of a duck. I'm I'm
3: pretty when, sure. He-
2: um, talking about
3: coaching decisions, what did you think about Arians' fourth and two up twenty eight to fourteen? Probably could have punted it and pinned the Eagles, and then that allowed them to get back in it a little more, and then they score quickly. Go for two, kill Ryan's bet. But what about Arians there?
0: I was fine with it. Um, yeah, it, fine with it. The math, it, according to Ben Ballin, was a, a toss-up. Go for it, win 98 percent of the time. Punt it, win 98 of the time. So it was, <laughs> uh, it really didn't matter apparently. But I, I, I mean, look, you got Tom Brady. You got it was two yards, right? Fourth and two.
1: Yep. It was on Philly's 46. I, I, I feel like if Bruce Arians punts it. It, it, it's a this is where the problem with the analytics stuff comes into play is like if Bruce Arians punts it, people are like, oh, he's so scared to like go for it. But you know, you go for it, people are like, oh, why don't you just punt pen? Let your
2: defense play. I think I would have punted there because just because if you get stopped, all of a sudden the Eagles have all this momentum and it kind of, it, it transpired like that where they go down and get the touchdown, Breach,
0: breach. You have I, Tom Brady. We just, here's why about I'm punting,
2: Ryan. I'm punting because the Eagles have done afraid. zilch the entire game. They're only two touchdowns. Exactly. Again, like we mentioned, we're off too long defensive pass interference. Your, That's your, why you your go defense for it. has shut them down the entire game. So you pin them inside the 10 yard line. They're not scoring.
1: I, I will say just to breach his point, the devil's avocado. Yes. I would say to Breach's point, the if if the if, yeah right Benson sucks or Brenton sucks in the chat. Somebody take this hat off my hands. Get more crap out of my house. Might throw in like a, we'll throw in something. Some Phil Rivers Go ahead. I will right, well, not send that away. Uh, anyway, if you punt, I do think there's a chance that the Eagles do the opposite of what they did when you went for it offensively. Where they they're like, oh, let's just run Miles Sanders out of shotgun over and over and see how this works. Oh, and they would have run three straight Jalen Hurts pass plays, and it might have been a pick six the other way for the Bucket. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, since- yeah, yeah. Like, there's a
2: better chance the game ends if you just punt
1: it because the, no, the Eagles- there's not. You
0: have Tom Brady and all the weapons we just talked about. I mean, mean I-
1: we have to remember the Buccaneers don't care about covering. Right, they're just care about winning. Right, you just want to get the win. So you knew when you punt when you go for it with. Uh, with what? Nine, nine minutes. Nine minutes ago, in the in the in the fourth quarter, that it was that was after Nick Sirianni kicked that kicked the field goal too.
2: And oh, by the way, the field goal, Ryan, you mentioned the fourth down bot. Fourth down bot said it was a toss up with a slight lean towards the field goal being the correct choice.
1: Okay, there you go. It, yeah, I mean, there were fourth no and, fourth and ten is breach noted. Debo, were there any egregious decisions by? uh Sirianni, that you would I mean uh, no, like non-play calling like decision making no I think it
3: all do comes it. down to play calling. I, I said I really liked that two point uh conversion late in the game both the call to go for it and That's the play Doug Peterson call. special. Exactly. Um probably I would put it up there as the top decision Siriani has made through six games, which uh just, wow might say something, but nothing super egregious in this one. I, I think it's just putting your your offense in a better position and and I know he's not going to do this because it's kind of like you're throwing in the towel on your first season. But if you give up the play calling to someone else, maybe that saves you a little bit because I think this trajectory that we're headed, it it doesn't bode well for his, his long-term future like beyond season one. And I say that even while thinking with this schedule softening up and, and the Eagles can rip off a, a string of victories. They got the Jets, the Lions. They still got five against the NFC East. I, I think they could put some wins together, but I just don't see fans coming away from this season happy and satisfied with Nick Sirianni as your coach of the future. So that's that's a huge concern for me.
1: Just to that point, I, the same thing with Arthur Smith. Like, I understand that you were... I think teams make this mistake a lot where they decide to hire this hot... Young offensive coordinator. Oh, he's gonna come in and run his offense for our team. But you're you're being promoted from OC to head coach, which involves I don't know, a hundred different jobs that are added to your plate that you have to deal with. And you're also supposed to call plays and on I the think sideline. Be able to do the head coaching responsibilities,
3: but as Aikman brought up on the broadcast, like he has never called plays. It's just yeah. It's, it's At least a, Arthur
1: Smith has called plays, right? Nick right. Sirianni He's is adding all those responsibilities,
3: plays. and then also have to call plays for the first time. That's that's a bad combination to me. I said, you know, they shouldn't let Byron Leftwich leave the stadium tonight. Like that's a guy that I would huh. love. They should have. They should have flew Joe Brady back with them last week. Like those are guys that I would like to have. And oh, you're talking about for OC, not for head coach. No, for. For head coach, so, I'm, so right I'm done. I'm <laughs> done.
1: Oh yeah, you're, you're out. Yeah, I saw oh, that tweet that was, done after six weeks. Bring Eagles back
3: uh, Doug. Bring back Doug. My
1: goodness, oh, boy. Hashtag
2: bring back Doug. This is getting dark. Uh-huh. Are we gonna call him Doug?
3: Yeah, of course. What else will we call him? Yeah, we that's what we're, this what we're Eagles fans. That's what you We're gonna bring them. this debate back. I thought <laughs> no, we been no, out no, of the no, league this
0: no, year. No, no, no,
1: so the Eagles coming up next week in the late window. Hey, quickly, so we got a 10-day break, obviously.
0: Before you move on, I, I, as Debo was talking, I mean, if Debo's giving up on something, that's a wrap, especially after a yeah. month and a half. So let, let's, through five weeks.
1: Syria, no, I had something, but it died. Go ahead. Through
0: five weeks, let's uh, let's rank the the rookie head coaches, and I'll, I'll give you the list of who they are. Arthur Smith, Dan Campbell, David Culley, Urban Meyer, Brandon Staley, Robert Sala, Nick Sirianni.
1: <laughs> I think I, I can safely say that our number one choice is Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley's number one. week class. I, I thought about uh, this. Debo, would year. you, uh, I mean this in all seriousness, would you?
3: Yes. No. I know what you're going to say.
1: <laughs> what was Herman Meyer? Say?
3: No, I thought you were going to say. Dan I was going to say, McCall. would you
1: cut off a toe to trade Brandon Staley for Nick year? Oh.
3: <laughs> okay. Not what either of us were thinking.
1: Okay. What were you thinking? <laughs> no, last weekend after
3: the, even the win over the Panthers or even the middle of the game, I started making these rookie Q uh, coach rankings. Okay. Well, I, had, we had I, had, I had Dan Campbell. In like the number two spot.
1: Are you saying or you thought I was gonna ask, would you take Dan Campbell over Sirianni?
3: Right. I thought you were
1: gonna say Campbell or or, or No, Cull. I mean like I mean if I were an Eagles fan, I would probably at least like consider a pinky toe for, for Okay, to so S- Brandon
0: S- Brand Staley number one, Debo, Dan Campbell number two on your list. Who's number I mean, three? You your pinky toes. Yeah, you do need your pinky toes. Who's number three, Debo? I think
2: number there's one. a is there Is it the David Cawley? Would you call it a three?
0: Probably. It's just a solid grouping,
3: but like the the benefits and and what people are complimenting Campbell and Cully for our, you know, their team doesn't show any quit. Eagles are a little bit more talented, but I, I can say the same thing about them because they didn't quit in the Chiefs game. They didn't quit tonight. They put up a little bit of an effort versus the Cowboys talking about their losses so far. So that is a trait of this team. I think they have, even though the play calling is absolutely not there. But I think there's a grouping of, of Myers, Salah, Smith, Sirianni.
1: Ooh, I think, um, so, I mean, the thing with Cully and Campbell, too, you got to remember, they are playing with a, like, the deck is, they have one win between them, right? But
0: their rosters are considerably worse than every other roster. Right.
1: The but, like, we're, we're basically, you're basically giving out a participation trophy. Congratulations for making guys hustle and, and try hard.
0: No, no, the, I mean, as Breach likes to talk about, they lost two games on 50-yard field goals at the buzzer, including the Ravens. For sure. Um, what about Arthur Smith? He has play-calling experience, Debo. Would you rather have him or Nick Seriani? I've
3: Smith has been awful. I got a real good glimpse of him in Week One, where Sirianni <laughs> outcoached him. So that might
1: shade my opinion. Well, look, Matt, Matt Ryan, that offense has been a lot better the last three weeks. I will say that. All right, the ultimate question
0: then: Nick Sirianni or Urban Meyer? Hmm. You
1: hesitated? No, I'm taking Nick. Okay. Yeah, of course. Nick, there it is. He's Nick now. <laughs> He's Nick.
0: So Nick is how many ever many coaches? He's next to last. Urban,
1: Urban is last. Right. How many are there total?
0: Six. One, two, uh, okay. three, four, five, six, seven.
1: Seven. So Urban seven easily.
0: Is Siriani six. Robert Sala's is there. Arthur Smith is there. Arthur Smith lost uh, to the Eagles, as Debo noted.
1: I would probably go. I would probably go Urban seven, Siriani six, Arthur Smith five, Sala. Uh, yeah, I kind of like Sala. I like them, but they're they're not great. They're but their roster sucks too. Correct. He's I, not I getting just- the same credit the Lions and Texans are getting. I'd actually go solid too if I if I were taking. Are we talking about the job they're doing, or or whether we would want them? You want them to coach the Eagles? Oh, right, then Salah's too for me. Okay, I would have solid than Cully or
3: or Dan Campbell for sure. I'm cool with that. I mean, it's just it's Staley and then everybody else that are pretty I mean, great. Staley, Staley. And then it's Staley, five guys, and then Urban way down the list. Way I think that's
2: right. List. Yeah,
3: I love that Debo made that list last week. <laughs> I, I I have it on the the notes app on my yeah. phone.
1: Oh, you should have quote tweeted the girl who asked, "What do men write on their notes?" <laughs> yeah, he
3: wrote, he wrote it down. <laughs> Did you
1: see Got that? It. it was like, "What do men write in their notes?" App. I was like, "I don't. What do I write?" I'm right. scared to uh, look.
3: That's right below the uh, Carson Wentz season stat line.
1: Oh I, oh, I know. I was thinking about this right before the podcast. If you could, uh, if you could turn back, <laughs> if you could turn oh, back time, yikes! Who would you take, Diva? With I what, mean, I, I'm a, Carson Wentz.
3: I'm a stubborn person. I don't like admitting when I was wrong. I was wrong because I thought they would bring back Wentz and, and Peterson, and and thought that they deserved to be back. But a fresh start was was good for Carson.
1: So you would still take Jalen Hurts.
3: Yeah, I, I, Carson Wentz is a better quarterback, and but right we'll, now,
1: yes, but he also puts you in kind of purgatory, I think.
3: Yeah, and getting rid of that contract, and and we can get into the picks like this. Every time the Eagles lose, it it kind of looks better for three picks in the top ten. Ryan, can we, can we get two linebackers in the top ten? Can we? Oh, I, can't, I can give you point? two.
1: Why'd you do that? I'll give you two. We what need them. We need them. Need two linebackers in the top ten. We well, I've
0: already got. I get yelled at all the time by Eagles fans. We don't take linebackers in the first round. Well, maybe you need them to to Debo's point. As we sit here right now, Debo actually before the game, the Eagles had the fifth, the sixth, and the tenth picks. That'll change. I got to update the. Yeah. tankathon and it's and right.
2: Trade them all away for Deshaun Watson. Sorry. Right. To That's you know. clearly five, six
1: and eight.
0: Five, six, and eight. There
2: According it is.
1: According to oh. tankathon.com.
0: Let me update that real quick.
3: No, right, I mean, quick. it's fair to talk about Watson. It's, it's fair to talk about targeting a quarterback in one of those spots. I would like to wait until like week 12, week 13, but I understand why those conversations it's would happen. How all high.
1: It's very obvious. Yeah. I understand
3: yeah. how, how weak this, this quarterback class is, could turn
1: out to be. I don't like. To, I don't enjoy taunting Debo as much about the Eagles as I do. Like
0: no, because he's sincere, and you feel I, like a jerk. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yes correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like you're,
3: just yeah. wait,
0: Debo.
1: He'll turn me, on you.
3: Give, give me a like in the chat uh, on the video. <laughs> Begging I'm for sad likes. I'm sad, <laughs> sad even please, though we lost.
1: Please, drop me a like.
3: Even going though we pity come likes. against the defending world champs, I'm still feeling down. The old, the old pity
0: likes. Help me, help you.
1: Yeah, pretty much everybody. I mean, just look at yeah, people right. thought Tampa Bay was going to roll. You were about
3: to read their schedule, Will. I just, oh,
1: you're right. Yeah, I was looking at the Eagles. I was sorry, right. yeah, you
3: Raiders go. come at a good time, and then, like I said,
1: there are oh, um, kind of interesting actually. So the next six games for the Eagles, who are now, uh, are they? They are one, two, and three. Excuse me. No, right? Two. Yeah, two and four. Two uh, and, two and, two and four. four. Two and four. Two and four. Sorry, NFL. Jesus did not update for me for some reason. Uh, so they're two and four, their next six games at the Raiders next weekend, which be very interesting because if the Raiders are, so maybe obviously the Gruden stuff happening in in Las Vegas, if the Raiders come out and keep it close with Denver and play this like crazy emotional, like, Hey, we're rallying together, which I I don't think is the outcome, but it's entirely possible. I got him covering. Oh, I love my. <laughs> I love my Broncos' best bet now, baby. <laughs> if if that happens, then the Raiders are going to, with the Eagles off with ten days rest, the Raiders are going to be due for a massive emotional let a letdown. So th- that game is very winnable for the Eagles, I think, on the road against Oakland. Oh, now EA Sports actually, I just saw a headline on local news. EA Sports is going to remove Gruden from the from uh, Madden. Wow. Yeah, Tampa Bay
0: kicked him out of the Ring of Honor or whatever they have
1: yeah, there, too.
2: And they're going to put Brinson in. He's going to be Coach Brinson of the Raiders.
1: It'll be like Coach Chuck Lobjack or something. Like Bill Belichick's alter ego on there. It's like... And he's, he's wearing a Brinson-Sucks hat that you can win. Probably. If you After that. that Raiders game, they play the Lions on the Road on Halloween, which is a game that you expect to win. But if you are decide- if you want to tank, you're fine with losing. Chargers at home the following week at the Broncos, November 14th saints at home, November 21st and giants on the road, November 28th. So where do we think the Eagles who are two and four are after that stretch? I see optimistically three and three in there. Pessimistically is like one and five. <laughs> you should have, you should
3: have added the, that seventh game.
1: Well, the two votes
3: just shows the first six. So,
1: mm. Is it Panthers or something? Uh, Jets. They beat the Panthers? At the Jets. At,
0: at the Jets. At Jets
1: then oh, okay. Two
2: straight games at MetLife Stadium.
0: Do you think they'll stay in New York instead of flying back to Philly?
2: Hmm. I mean, like like I said, I said it
3: after the Cowboys game. I don't think they're a great team, but I think they get to seven or eight wins because of the schedule.
1: Two, three, four, five. That's not crazy. Yeah, That's on yeah. the table.
0: Right, I mean, you don't, you just don't know. Like the Raiders, who knows where they're gonna their head's going to be? Uh, the Lions are the they're, Saints they're
2: have lost some stupid games this year, and then looked good in some games.
0: I said the same thing last year, and they ended
3: up with four wins. So the Saints are very difficult to <laughs> figure out. <laughs> That's on the table too. But I'm I'm curious to bring it back to the coach for a second. Like, you're not going to have a one and done coach if you win seven or eight, right?
0: No, not if you win seven or eight. Also worth considering is that Doug Peterson was trying to. Tear the team down from the inside last year when things went sideways. So it wasn't like they were, they all. I don't
1: know if I put that on old Doug.
0: No, I think by the end, he's like, all right, fine. Uh, let's set this match and see what happens. If you're. You if think you're, I won't
1: tank week 17, bro? I will. <laughs> um, for the Buccaneers, home against the Bears next weekend at the Saints at Washington. Oh, my goodness gracious. Tampa Bay is about to,
2: they're going undefeated. Except they've already lost. They've already lost one, so that would be impossible. They can go undefeated in sugar October and November and December and January. Sugar puff.
1: Oh boy.
0: Yeah, their toughest it's games right remaining it's, it's are Bears
1: at home, at Saints, Washington at home, Giants, at, or Washington on the road, Giants at home, at Colts, at Falcons for the next six.
0: They have one tough game left. If you excluding divisional games, the Saints I would imagine would be the toughest. It's the the Bills in Week fourteen.
1: Yeah, that's a, but that's a hard game and then maybe they lose week 18 to the Panthers because they sit everybody but other
2: than, oh you sound like me Brinson others other than, so
0: other than the Saints and the bills every team on the schedule appears to have a losing record
2: I mean they lost to the Bears last year I could see them surprisingly losing one of these games that's not it, like don't include the bills but if you look at the other games maybe they lose one of those
0: yeah, one. And it also feels,
2: it feels like there's two losses max on this
1: the rest right. of the schedule.
0: And last year the losses all came in the first half of the season when Brady wasn't quite comfortable in whatever Arians wanted him to do, I feel like.
1: Well, it was weird because last year they lost to They lost a lot of games early on. But they lost to the Rams, the the Saints, and the um the Bears, who all had good defenses. That's why I think that a lot of people felt like the Bucks would struggle in the playoffs because they were gonna have to play potentially good defenses and then their defense just stepped up.
0: Yeah, they were seven and five after week twelve, had the bye week and then lose again until a couple weeks ago against the Rams.
1: I am suddenly feeling a lot better about my Tampa Bay and, and the Panthers and Saints are only um I understand well I guess they're one point five games back now because Tampa Bay's five and one. Panthers and Saints are three and two. Uh but I'm feeling you know I, I was I would say the Bucks Anywhere between minus one fifty to why do you keep showing this hat that says Brinson sucks? Do you know how distracting that is?
0: I think There's he has falling. it up there because he's picking his nose behind it, and he just wants to uh, be able to to shield awesome. the camera.
1: But I feel like the Bucks, the 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 two big bets that I made on the divisions were Bills to win the East and Bucks to win the South in their respective conferences, and those feel like <laughs> they feel pretty good right now. <laughs> Brinson sucks. Da, da, da,
0: da, da. Thank you for the comment, Andy. Uh, if you're listening, we're, li- we're reading YouTube comments of people uh, reminding us that Brinson does indeed suck.
2: Do you feel better about the Bills one or the Buccaneers one?
0: Both.
1: Uh, Bills, Bills, Bills feels very good. Definitely Bills. Yeah, what Bills. are you
0: talking about? I said before the season that Blaine Gabbert could win this division with the Buccaneers. Are you guys worried about the Buccaneers not winning the division?
1: No, no. no, no. I, just I said agree. out
2: of those two teams, out of those two bets that Brinson made, which one does he feel better about? There's only
1: You can only answer one the of them. But I mean, the Bills are four and one, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) the the Pats are in second place at two and three. The Dolphins look awful. The Jets are clearly awful. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I think Tampa Bay's in good shape. Don't be wrong. I love the bet, but it's five and one versus multiple three and twos. All right. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as Aaron Gates points out, if Tom Brady gets hurt or Josh Allen gets hurt, then. You know, take the L on the bat. and or uh, we'll pray say so they can win the division I, with Blaine
0: Gabbert. As I just said, Blaine Gabbert will roll in there and keep the train rolling.
2: Kyle Trask would play
0: first, right? No, he would not.
2: And if Josh Allen got hurt, Trubisky would go in and win the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> Trubisky, tr- actually, I would feel I feel better about the Bills because Trubisky is an MVP, N-V-P. In fact, He's, not no, not a MVP breach. The team. only MVP in the history of professional sports. That's
2: quite the honor if you think about it.
1: And they I love that they put that, you know, they put that up on his pro football reference uh, page, right? It's it's a real award. They should have.
2: If I had an MVP, it'd be back there. I'd
1: I'd have it take with me everywhere. Yeah. I would I would introduce myself. Hi, Will Brunson, MVP. I'd shower with did so you. you say MVP? Yeah, that's right, buddy. NVP. Nickelodeon. Is it Nickelodeon valuable player? That's why you'll never win it. You don't know what it's called. <laughs> It doesn't really make any sense. I mean, most is an adjective. Just, you know, most valuable is an adjective. Describing <laughs> it now. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Even if we're done, if you haven't hit the like button yet, it is right there. The only excuse not to hit the like button is that you are like me, ban- permanently banned from YouTube for some reason. And you can't press it on your desk, on your laptop or desktop. So press it. And we'll be back, uh, tomorrow. Of course, uh, why do you keep jamming that damn hat in the. Ignore him. Room? He's like a kid needs attention. Friday, Friday, we got the picks pod with me, RJ, and Prisco, and then we'll be back on. Oh, and there's a Josina Anderson podcast in the feed. We'll be back on Sunday night to recap all of Week Six. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you, folks, later.